Hello and welcome to another episode of the Melton True Blue Podcast. This is episode nine. My name is Taryn and our guest today is Rosemary Vermeulen, our advertising coordinator. Uh, very excited for this podcast and for this guest. Uh, I've known Rosemary for a while now. Um, and Rosemary, you just got back from a pretty big trip uh, just this weekend, right? Where'd you go? I went to Destin, Florida. Okay. Got to stay um, in San Destin. It was a nice little area. Got to go to Crab Island. Got sunburned. Yes. But we made it back alive. Um, it was a fun time. Yeah, a little sunburn's okay, especially this time of year, you know. Um, first of the year. Yeah, you gotta get your first uh, burn of the year and then it turns into a tan, right? right? And so that way, you know, you're kind of ready for the summer, so I think it's a good thing. Now, mm -hmm. uh, you were on the East Coast, but from, or lived in the West Coast for a while, correct? Yes. What do you prefer as far as the beaches go? So, I, I am a little biased because I was born in San Diego, okay. so, um, I do love San Diego, but when it comes to the beaches, Destin, the beaches in the Gulf, I mean, you're gorgeous. Yeah. The sand is just that powdery white sand. That water's just so clear. It's like the green blue. It's beautiful. So clear and warm. So I have to say, I do love those beaches. There's yeah. no seaweed. Unfortunately, in San Diego, there's a lot of seaweed. The water's cold. Okay. But I do love San Diego. Yeah, it's still it's, home. And how so. long did you live in San Diego for? Um, so I was born there and lived there for about... I want to say a year and a half, and then I started my journey all over the world. I was going to say, yeah, you've lived in so many different places, and it's kind of cool. And so let's let's circle back to that. And so the reasons you moved everywhere is because you're... My dad. Yes, your dad, military. Yes. What branch? Army. Army. Okay, go Army. What's their, what's their saying? Um, Do they have a saying? Is it go Army? Go Army. Okay. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We'll... Army strong. Army strong. Army strong. That's, That's what, what I was looking is. for. Army okay. strong. I was um, like, wait a minute. <laughs> and so uh, talk to us about that. So your dad uh, is... Still enlisted? Just retired. Oh, wow. Retired twenty three years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. He retired as a command sergeant major. Okay. Um, and we moved every three years of my life. And so give me give me some places you've lived. Um, I've lived in Texas, Hawaii, Germany, California, New York, here. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what's what's been your favorite place? I have to say California, just because okay. that's home. Yeah. I have a lot of family members that live in San Diego, so um, we eventually moved back to California after a while, and we lived there for about six years because okay. there was two different stations he was stationed at, and um, we were only an hour away from family, so it, I mean, you can't beat that. So what, what brought you to Oklahoma? My dad, uh, he got promoted whenever we like, were Was there a York. branch here, or is there a base here? So he was in the recruiting battalion, okay. so... Um, Userec. And so he was in charge of a lot of um, other recruiting, what was it, recruiting stations all okay. around like yeah. the region. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And did any part of you ever think about joining military? I can't say yes okay. because it would it'd be a lie. Um, yeah. I No, I never wanted to just because I'm tired of moving. Um, I couldn't do it again. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you lived that life uh, through your father a little bit, yes. right? Yeah. Um, my, my dad likes to say that I served my time as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you're a part of that family, you, you kind of do, right? You're, you're uh, enriched in that culture, um, but it's mm -hmm. still so neat uh, that you've got to live in so many different places. I think Germany is awesome. Uh, I've never been, but it's so cool that you have to live there for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and also getting to see all the different you know places just in the U.S. here, Hawaii, um, California uh, and then Oklahoma, of course, which now is, is home now. Is home. I know you said San Diego's home, but I think we 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 tend to like it here in Oklahoma. Yeah, comfortable. Uh, the yeah, tornadoes are a little, yeah. uh, but you know we yeah. haven't had very many of those. Not yet. Yeah, not Homewood, right? <laughs> um, 
And so what I want to do um, now is, so you, you came to Oklahoma, what, what grade were you in when you came to Oklahoma? Because I, I know we went to the same high school. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I yeah. was a junior in high school. Junior in high school. So you came to uh, Oklahoma in, for two years of high school, mm -hmm. graduated, and went to? College. So I went to TCC for two years right. and then transferred to OSU Tulsa. OSU Tulsa. Okay. And then you graduated OSU Tulsa with a major in? Marketing. Marketing. And you were working at? Chewy's, yes. a local restaurant here in, in Tulsa yes. area. Is it is it local or is it, is it a chain? It's a chain restaurant. Um, back whenever I was working there, I remember there was about like 82 locations. I don't know about now, but... Okay. So many of our viewers from out of Oklahoma might know what, what Chewy's is, yeah. right? But it's, it's a Mexican restaurant. Tex-Mex. Uh, Tex-Mex, yeah. Very it's important. not very authentic, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, it, it is good. I like Chewy's. Um, and then how did you hear about us? I know you came here... Um, as in a different role than what you are in currently. So talk to us about that. Talk to us about your uh, how you heard about Melton and like transitioning from uh, the position that you were hired into into the position you're in now. So uh, Melton, yeah. the way I found out about Melton, so I graduate, well, in my last semester, I started looking at companies. I looked at, you know, just corporate offices in Oklahoma, just in the Tulsa area, because I wanted to work in a corporate office. Yeah. That was my main goal. Um, well, one of them anyway. And I have a friend who was a recruiter at the time, um, Sarah Easton. Yes. Shout out to her. Yes, fantastic. Um, <laughs> she actually talked to me about Melton a little bit. I remember her loving this place. And so I um, asked if I could put her down as a referral. Um, and I submitted my application. And you called me the next day. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think employee referrals go so far as well. Mm -hmm. um, I think we have so many great people in our in our office, in our building, and I always say great people tend to know great people, right? Um, and so when we get an employee referral, we're always so excited because um, when an employee who's been with us, like Sarah, who's been with us for, gosh, seven years now, seven, eight years now, um, when they say, hey, I've got a great friend, um, I'm like, I know Sarah, I know who she is, and she probably does have a great friend, and I mm -hmm. think it goes a long way. And also with our drivers, who are driver referrals, when we have a That's driver who's been driving with us for a while, we know that driver, the driver knows Melton, um, so he can kind of almost... Um, tell their friends what Melton is from their point of view and what, what better point of view than from a, uh, an mm -hmm. office employee or from a current driver, right? So I think it goes a long way um, versus, you know, a, a driver recruiter calling or me mm -hmm. calling. Um, I think those uh, employee or, or driver referrals go a long way and, and they help out a lot. So Absolutely. would you agree with that? Oh yeah. yeah, I mean you don't. You never want to. Well, personally, I don't want to put my name on anyone that I'm not confident in. So yeah. I'm not going to refer anybody that I don't think will be a good fit for Melton. Sure. So um, I agree. Yeah, and so you came to Melton. I think mm -hmm. it was for a business development role. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, and you'd never really done sales uh, mm -hmm. in your life. Um, I, mean, I mean, I know like the service industry. There's a little bit of sales there. I mean, customer service yeah, mainly. Customer yeah. service. You're working for some tips, and and you mm -hmm. were doing. Were you doing working the bar as well? Yes, bar I tending? mainly worked in the bar, so I was a bartending. I was a bartender and cocktail waitress, okay. so I... Um, what was your favorite drink to make? My favorite drink to make? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, my favorite one to make, it was just fun. It was this one, it was called a King's Punch, just because it had all these different ingredients and different colors. Yeah. You could just kind of whip it up, and it would turn this really pretty, like, orangey-red color. Okay. But um, if we're talking about convenience and how fast it was, yeah. I loved, like, the making the little... Um, Spicy martinis, those were fun. Spicy martinis, okay, those sound disgusting. A spicy martini? No, it's. Is it like an olive with like what's what's in there? So it was, um, it's green chili infused tequila. So you ah. infuse the tequila, let it sit for twenty four hours. Okay. Those green chilies, you strain them out, 
and then you mix some lime juice, sugar water in there, and it's just magical. I love how you still know everything. Like, about oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, <laughs> you have to. In order to be a good bartender, you have to do that. You know. Um, so <laughs> you you never really had done sales before, mm -hmm. and then you saw Melton. You heard about the company, and then we we put you in a business development role. Mm -hmm. And tell me about how that um, role kind of shaped what you're what you're going into now. And so tell me about you know kind of your time in business development, and then moving to our advertising team. So in business development, um, I was doing a lot of, I mean, it was a great position for me to start in because I was brand new to the trucking industry. Yeah. Didn't, I mean, I'm pretty sure you drew me a picture of a flatbed um, <laughs> on my, I think at my interview, because yeah. I remember looking at the website and, or it was a step deck trailer. That's yeah, what it was. Okay. I didn't know what a step deck was. Right. And you drew me a picture and I was like, ah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, basically, you know, those trailers that you saw in Final Destination with, you know, all of the the lumber yep, on the back. Yep. I was like, ah, that's that's, right. that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Um, but we don't uh, we don't want to repeat that incident on Final Destination. Absolutely yeah. not. Nope. <laughs> if anyone's seen Final Destination, hopefully there's some some early 2000s people listening here that have seen that movie. It's like the cheesiest horror movie, if you will. Gory. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a scene where uh, all of this lumber falls off the back of a truck. And so I always say, not a good day in trucking when that happens. And that doesn't happen here at Melton Truck Lines. But uh, that mm -hmm. that's how you knew what Step Deck was, though, was from yeah. Final Destination. You know, so, yeah. It, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, being in business development, I learned so much just about um, our sales and marketing efforts and how, you know, we work with customers. I learned the customer yeah. side of things. So I learned a lot about the commodities we haul. I learned a lot about the, our length of haul, you know, the type of, you know, I learned a lot about OTR just from the freight side of things. Sure. And so I got to learn a lot about, you know, the shippers, the, um, I mean, just everything. Yeah. Uh, and it was great because all, I took all that information with me when I got into my advertising role. And now I'm able to have that, with that background, I'm able to really help with our website and, you know, just highlighting customer <clears throat> marketing quite a bit. Yeah. So. I think it's really cool. Um, especially here at Melton is, um, I always say I, I want to be like a Swiss Army knife. You know, I want to know a little bit about everything in the company, mm -hmm. and um, that's that's the best way to, to kind of move from other areas, right? What can you bring from this one area uh, to strengthen this area, right? And so mm -hmm. you learn so much in your business development role, and, and that's such a unique role. Um, it's I will tell a story here. Uh, we um, during COVID um, we went on a uh, hiring freeze, an employee hiring freeze, and so um, at that point my job was. Um, kind of uh, obsolete, right? I wasn't hiring uh, any office employees. Um, and so during that time, I said, well, hey, let me go learn some other areas of the company, right? That way I can kind of be that Swiss Army knife, that, that tool, um, and, and go in and help out. So um, I did a stint with driver recruiting uh, for a while, and then I joined uh, Rosemary's business development team, right? And they said, well, hey, we need to find customers. Get on the phone and start dialing. And so uh, Rosemary, myself, and, and a few others uh, volunteered for the uh, business development team. Um, and, and my background uh, with Melton is through sales as well. I started with Melton Logistics, our, our brokerage company. So I knew a, a little bit about it, but it had been a while since I'd gotten into it. And uh, it, it was really neat, um, you know, seeing all of us come together and help in a, in a time where we needed to say, hey, all hands are on deck. There's no job too big. Uh, let's see what we can do here. And, you know, I think the, the Melton goal is, you know, we're, we're all kind of on the same path of, um, you know, let's let's get some freight, deliver it safe, and make some money, right? And keep our drivers happy. And we're all on that same goal. No matter what your job is, you're affecting that in some way, somehow. Um, and so it was neat being on your team. It was neat calling customers. Um, and, you know, just the amount of customers who knew who we were mm -hmm. uh, was amazing, right? You call these customers that we had made them business with 
uh, several years ago or maybe someone brand new that we found you know through some of our tools uh, uh, the customer search tools and uh, they're like oh hey we, we don't have anything right now but we definitely know who you are uh, we need that information save it in our system and then uh, convert those you know leads to customers and so it was really neat seeing that side of things but I can totally see how that uh, could help you into your current role as an advertising coordinator. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I know so much about just, I mean, I went through something, I went through strategic sales training. Yeah, when SSS. I first, SSS. Yeah. Um, I went through that whenever I first started, and that, I can tell you right now, taught me so much about the services we offer, about Melton, and then just a lot about um, our trailers and the different types of, I mean, everything, everything in those PFBs, that yep. whole packet of those, that really taught me so much. And I took, I still take that, I still have that. I took it with me, I still have it, still use it whenever I'm creating, um, you know, website content for our customers and, you know, really targeting people in those campaigns. It's, yeah. it's just pretty cool to have that background knowledge. Yeah, and so let's talk about the advertising coordinator role. So, mm -hmm. um, how, so that opened up, we posted it internally, I believe, right? And we said, and I think you applied and said, hey, this is something I really want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and what made you want to say, hey, I want to hop into that advertising coordinator role? What was kind of that, that drive for you to go do something new in Melton? So, so for me, it was, you know, I really enjoyed my time in business development. I yeah. did a lot of cold calling. Um, but unfortunately, I just wasn't really, I didn't want to stay in sales because with my degree in marketing, I really wanted to be in more of like an advertising marketing yeah, role. Utilize I wanted that to, degree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wanted to use my creativity to create campaigns. I wanted to, you know, really make a difference and like really draw people into the company, tell them about Melton, sure. you know, brand awareness. That was so important to me. Um, and so I really wanted to use those skills that I learned um, in school so whenever I saw that advertising position open up I, I hopped on it as soon as I could yeah. Um, and yeah thankfully they wanted me on the team and I've I mean it's been great ever since it's been what two years now I think about, yeah probably about two years mm -hmm. is yeah two and a half maybe somewhere in yeah. that range and mm -hmm. it feels like so long ago but um, it also feels like it was yesterday too it's like weird how time works but um, yeah the advertising coordinator role I think is, is really important um, to what Rosemary is saying is about our, our brand um, awareness, uh, Google campaigns, you know, what, what you do, and I, I don't even want to try to speak on it. I know a little bit about it, but I'm not going to pretend like I know a ton about it just because it's so um, above my head on what you guys do there. Um, I walk into Rosemary's office, she's got like three screens pulled up, and they're all like different stuff um, with like, you know, charts and data on it. And I'm like, I don't even want to ask what you're doing today. This looks like a lot. Um, so talk to us about kind of just some of your basic functions that you do in your role. So you talk about brand awareness and mm -hmm. some, what are some other things that you do and how do you do that? So I do, um, I work very closely with our social media coordinator and our content uh, right. media coordinator. Um, and so we <clears throat> all together, it's just, we come together like a puzzle. So I will, I work on those creep. Wow. I create those campaigns yep. um, in Google, uh, Facebook, you know, wherever those outlets are and I will do the back end of it. I will get it going. I use our advertising dollars, you know, create a budget for it, um, create audiences and, you know, target them. I use all this kind of verbiage, ad copy, mm -hmm. and then I work with our social media and content creator to, uh, you know, create the images and video yeah. for me. Um, and then I'll run those campaigns and watch them and monitor them. And, you know, I report on them, I look at their analytics to make sure that we're spending our advertising dollars efficiently okay. um, and we're optimizing our campaigns as much as possible so I'm constantly doing research um, we work with a lot of vendors as well um, job boards and so just constantly trying to stay on top of everything um, so just a lot of 
research, a lot of yes. testing. So any back or any content that you see that's Mountain Truck Lines content, you were on the back end of that content at some point, essentially? Our website. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, well, I'm saying as far as like, if we see a Melton oh. Truck Lines ad or, or mm -hmm. Facebook post, you, you were on the back end of that at some point working on that, correct? Yes, so okay. the ad itself, so if you see like an ad pop up, not anything like, not posts sure. on our page, yeah. that's our social media coordinator, but right. um, I do a lot of the, like if you see a Facebook ad and it yep. says sponsored and Melton Truck Lines, that's probably you. me. Okay. Um. And how many, is, is Facebook becoming like a much better recruiting tool for us now? Is it, or I mean, I'm sure it kind of fluctuates a little bit, but is it, has it gained popularity since you've been in the role? Yes, I'd say. Well, I, I know that Facebook has always been a pretty popular um, outlet for yeah. a lot of our advertising, especially because we're trying to target drivers. Um, and a lot of drivers use Facebook. Sure, a lot, a lot of people use Facebook. Well, a lot yeah. of people, yes. Yeah. I can't just say drivers. But um, we've found a lot of success in our Facebook and Google and, you know, a lot of those internal campaigns that we create. But Facebook would definitely be a popular source for us. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, we, there was a little bit of a struggle. We were a little limited on who we could target because of, you know, they changed some. Facebook um, changed yeah, okay. Facebook changed some of the rules and regulations okay. on some of the ways you can target. So now we're a little more limited. Sure. So it's a little more difficult. It's not, but I mean, it's still working now. Yeah. So absolutely. I know you can't give. Puzzle. I know you can't give like all of our secret sauce on this podcast, nope. right? We have to keep that in house because we do it. We do such a great job, and um, it's been incredible watching um, our driver driver recruitment efforts. Um, you know, I, I think our cost per hire now has, has dramatically declined mm -hmm. um, in, in a positive way. I said decline like that was negative, um, but also like our, the amount of um, applications we're getting are, are rising as well. So we're doing something great. And I know we can't share what that is, but um, you guys are, are totally crushing it right now. And so I, I love to see that. Um, and like I said, it's just a really unique role. And I think it um, is so powerful to our, to our, to our, bottom line right I mean mm -hmm. in order for this company to work we need we need drivers right they're the most important part of this of this puzzle um, like you mentioned um, in order to do that we need to advertise we need to get them out there and I think the days of the the newspaper ads are gone right oh, absolutely. And so we've got to keep up are you guys running any paper ads no okay all right no, I, was, I, I figured that was the answer but I was like I wonder if somewhere it's all like, digital we, media nowadays we still have like a contract from like you know the 80s that we're still running one little no. ad um, in the paper but uh, I figured mm -hmm. not okay gotcha and they're expensive are surprisingly they? like yeah Tulsa world ads are expensive like or I mean mm -hmm. yeah Okay. I've it's never, pricey. I, I've never, I'm not subscribed to the newspaper. I'm not either. Yeah. I can't so, say that I am I myself. Don't think, I don't think my parents are anymore, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. Um, I remember. I mean, you get the news just on that little screen, you know? Yeah, I know, mm -hmm. right? It's all right there. It's so much more convenient. But I do miss, like, I never read the newspaper, but I always wanted to read the newspaper. You know, it looks cool. Yeah, you know, pop it up. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you miss the comics. Did you ever look at the comics? Yeah, of course I looked at the comics. You know, yeah, or the, or the crosswords or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I love crosswords. Um, they're, they're fun. Do you ever uh, do the Wordle? I, I did Wordle for like the six months it was popular, you know, but even then I, I may do it like, I don't know, once a week, twice a week. And I was like, this is kind of boring. It's lost. It's lost. It's lost a little bit. So um, that thing was so popular for a while. It was. And then like, I feel like no one does Wordle. Do you still do Wordle? No. Okay. But I, I used to love it. I yeah. mean, I could, I could get back into it. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing about some of your um, experiences here in your role. Um, going back to Melton, um, just in a whole in a company. Um, what's what's some of your favorite parts about Melton Truck Lines? Outside of your job, outside of your role, what's what's some of your favorite parts? 
Um, I would honestly have to say the people, yeah. the atmosphere, I mean, the amenities, I mean, all of it. It's, it's just, it's such a great company to work for. Um, people really care. You're, you're able to really express how you feel, you know, really give, <clears throat> you can give your feedback, but also receive that constructive criticism, yeah. but also like, you know, when you give your feedback, you also, you see them do something about it a lot of the times. So, right. you know, like it's not just, I'm just talking to talk. They're really listening and trying to help you yeah. solve whatever issue you, ha you have and they really care and put all that effort into it. And I think that's very important. Yeah, because what, what good is it gonna do us if we hear, you know, um, hey, let's, let's change this, right? Let's try this something new. Um, I think we're always so open to new ideas and right, and we'll say, hey, well, let's try it. And if it sticks, it sticks. And if it doesn't, okay, well, we can say that one didn't work. Um, and I love that kind of attitude um, here at Melton because you know, I, I always say I have a I have a not yet folder, mm -hmm. um, and it's and it's a long one, right? Where oh, things I said, hey, let's try this, let's try this, and we're like, not yet. I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna put that in my not yet folder. I'm gonna bring it back up in another month, right? Okay. Um, and eventually, that's gonna happen, right? I'm like, eventually, Absolutely. someday, we're gonna do this. Um, but I think our leadership, uh, our management, um, does such a great job of, of listening to the employees and saying, hey. Um, you guys know your role so well, what can we do to change? Or, or how would you want to change it? How would you want to see uh, something be different? And, and we act upon that. And it's really important uh, as a company to listen to that feedback. And then, like you said, um, the people, the amenities, the culture, um, I can talk for hours about that. It's literally my job, right? Um, but it's, it's yeah. fantastic, right? I, I, uh, the people here are just, um, so, so true, right? It's, mm -hmm. you know, I think when I first came here, I was like, this is going to fade off at some point. No one can be mm -hmm. this happy all the time at work. And, right. Uh, I thought the same thing. Five years later, uh, I haven't felt that yet. It's still, people are still so happy to be here, um, enjoy their job, enjoy the company. Um, and, and that thing, you can't put a price tag on that, right? Coming into work and being surrounded by great people every day and, and you know you're at work um, a lot right when you're five days a week you might as well get along with the people you work with and I, I don't think there's a better company that does it like Melton um, you know I know uh, you frequent the gym a lot so do I mm -hmm. um, that's one of my favorite amenities here at Melton and uh, what a great getaway to say hey uh, for an hour I'm gonna go work out with some friends here on site uh, go I get know. away put some airpods in or, or go do a boot camp class with Brett um, oh, you know get me every right. time <laughs> yeah they, they are tough um, but it's so great to see those people in the gym and uh, catch up on, hey, how was your weekend? Or, you oh, know, yeah. like you and I talking about, yeah, talking about mm -hmm. Florida uh, this morning. Um, so I think it was great um, that we just have that um, culture here at Melton where uh, everyone's a friend, right? Everyone's um, yeah. a little bit more than a coworker. We're, we're here for the right reasons and, and it's fantastic. So, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, well, Rosemary, thank you so much for coming on the uh, Melton True Blue podcast today. Um, I'm, I'm glad we got to get you on here. Uh, you're usually behind the camera or behind the scenes, so I'm glad we were able to bring you uh, to the front row here. Um, so everyone for listening, thank you so much. Uh, once again, my name is Taryn. I'm Rosemary. And uh, if anyone wants to be on the Melton True Blue podcast or has any podcast recommendations, uh, please reach out. But thanks for listening.